Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Best record in the American League. Welcome to the White Sox Windy City Podcast. When we recorded this, it was before game one of the Astros series. And of course, the White Sox dropping that. So now... The San Francisco Giants have slipped in front of the White Sox for the best record in baseball, but still the best record in the AL. Posting one day later, White Sox looking great. Let's be honest. The pitching's been phenomenal. We do discuss spin rate on the pod. Will this impact the White Sox as baseball enforces its sticky substance rule? I don't think it will, but if they really, really, really went after it, I think it could have an impact on the Sox when you look at the numbers and how they are one of the teams that has had a significant jump. Can Lance Lynn, Carlos Rodon, and company be as effective if the rules are enforced in a very strict, in a very strict manner? I do want to update one thing in my personal life. As some of you may know, I'm a huge tennis fan. And I've been talking for many years, especially on WGN Radio, about trying out to be a U.S. Open ball boy. I know I'll never be able to be Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, but I figured if I could get on the court, this would be the closest thing that could happen to me as far as being on that court. And there's a ton of pressure with being a ball boy. you got to throw it down to the other end. I assume that I would not be on the court with the primetime players, but even... In a juniors match, I'd be feeling the heat. So I sent in my application this year. First year I've done it. Wrote it out. Gave all my qualifications. I play tennis. I play basketball. I'm an athlete. I love sports. I'm available for two weeks. I had no idea how the hell I was going to get two weeks off to be a U.S. Open ball boy. But I figured that fans sided would support me in fulfilling my dream. But I got the letter back today from the U.S. Open in just a very... Very disappointing moment in time. Dear Mark, I'm excited right now. Thank you for your interest in becoming a 2021 U.S. Open ball person. At this point, I can tell where the email is going, but I still had a, you know at least some level of hope. We have reviewed your application and have carefully considered your qualifications. Now I'm getting excited. While your skills are certainly impressive, now I know it's over. We have decided to pursue other candidates for this position. We will maintain your records, and should a position open that matches your qualifications, we will contact you. We appreciate your interest in the U.S. Open Ball Person Program. 
and wish you every success. All the best. Tihan and Jody, U.S. Open ball person's team. So this is just a killer. I don't know what I would have done if they had said yes, but to not even get a tryout, I believe there are tryouts, and they say that they want older people because we're mature and we love tennis. I thought I was a lock to at least get a tryout, but no tryout coming, no nothing. Jody and company just saying bye-bye, filing away my They'll never correspond with me again. It's a blow. It's a flat-out blow, but I'll just have to focus on White Sox baseball. Speaking of the White Sox, let's start the Windy City White Sox podcast right now. Showtime. There he is. King. Hi, boys. How are you guys? We're great. The podcast has already started, or at least it's starting right now. Uh, King's having, is that oatmeal today? No, that was yogurt and blueberries. Yogurt and blueberries. I think you have a little bit of, Courtney, correct me if I'm wrong, but is that a little bit of yogurt on the King's chin? It really is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you look good, baby. You look good. Yeah. I, 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 like, I, I, I like it. Uh, you know, King. You're two minutes late to the podcast today, and the White Sox have the best record in baseball. I mean, this is not the time to be late. What's your excuse? There is no excuse. No. You know, there's no excuse for ever to be late for anything White Sox related. In fact, I was actually just writing somebody about the Houston series tonight and whether or not they were bringing their cheating ways and 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 if they were bringing the drum and the stick in order to beat the best team in baseball the Chicago White Sox because that's what they're going to need even though they're still a high quality team with a good pitcher going tonight it it's it's interesting that you start there because last week last friday specifically at the great Wrigley Field your three fav- least favorite ballpark in the planet anthony rizzo hits a home run against the Cardinals and crowd goes crazy. And I'm like, this dude's not vaccinated. He's putting the Cubs in danger and I'm drawing a connection to the Astros and I'm drawing a connection to no matter what happens, as long as we win, I'm happy. Uh, The white Sox, there are some very clear statistics that they are benefiting uh, by spin rate. And having what you know, their rotation obviously one of the best, if not the best, in baseball. Does it matter to you if you win a World Series? And perhaps it's not completely above board. I think you know the Astros get get crushed, but yet you know they come out of the field at home, fans are cheering them. They love Jose Altuve. They love Alex Bregman. They love all of them. I mean, I I just my point is that I don't think fans are able to make the discernment from this is not right. We know it's cheating, but we just won and I'm having fun. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the fun police over here, but I, I, I do think that my point is valid and I'm putting it out there on the Winnie city white Sox podcast. Courtney, what do you think? Um, I will say one thing about the Astros that I give them credit for. I mean, everyone thought that they were going to fall on their face after the cheating scandal. And they have it. I mean, they continue to play pretty damn good baseball. So to me, that kind of means something that they are actually a legitimate good team. And I think this four game series is going to be a test for the Sox. I mean, we saw how they played against Tampa, which was very good. 
but now they're going to Houston and it's a four gamer and they're, they're a damn good team. So, I mean, fun police. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe a little bit, but at the same time, you got to kind of tip your, your cap to them and be like, okay, they're showing out. They're still proving that they're a damn good team. What else can you really say about it? Dallas Keuchel starting on Sunday against his former team, Lance McCullers, who he calls his son, is opposing him. Four games set with the Astros starts tonight. We're recording on Thursday uh, at 11 o'clock in the morning. We've got C's Rodon, uh, Lynn, and Keuchel going. I got a quick story I want to tell you guys. Uh, Hey, hey, Mo, real fast. Yeah? Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back to that because I think this comes back to ethics and and what you're willing to tolerate in life. And yeah. And, and I frankly think it goes back to Tony Larusa. And <laughs> Mark Carmen, you, you were you were AJ Hinch in this the whole time. No, I was prior to Tony Larusa. No, no, well, I uh, at least Mo and, and Courtney probably were. Everybody wanted AJ Hinch. Mo did. I did not. No, he didn't. Want Actually, Mo didn't on this book. I did not. Did not. Okay. All right. Well, good job, Mo. Good job. Because I, most people wanted AJ Hinch on this on this bench and and they were critiquing tony la Russa, uh versus aj hinch and aj hinch has one world series and tony la Russa has three and he has uh, a a a factor of uh, four or five uh, times his wins yet we still like to compare a cheater, AJ Hinch, to a non-cheater, Tony Larusa. Well, well, hold on, hold on though. Let's let's, 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 let's name what let's name what is. And I think Courtney, you probably wanted AJ Hinch. Is that right or no? No, I absolutely did. I fully admit that I did. Um, and I would still actually make that make that signing today, to be honest with you. But that's a whole other story for another time. I don't want to get the king all lathered up over here. No, I I do. I I want to lather up the king because let, let's just remind ourselves that Tony. As great of a job as he's doing, King, he damn well knew what was going on with McGuire and Canseco. He knew what was going on with McGuire again in St. Louis. So let's and, not... And didn't, I'm not to cut you off, Mark, but I'm going to cut you off. Didn't, didn't Jack McDowell also accuse Tony back in the 80s of sign stealing? He did that yeah. too. So Tony's not, is, is lumped in with the rest of baseball who will bend the rules to win baseball games and put fans in the stands from Rafael Palmero to Alex Rodriguez, to Barry Bonds, to the spin rate of today, to La Russa, whatever the hell happened in the early eighties to way back in the day when greenies and whatever else. And I like to live in a utopian world where my players, the team that I root for is doing things above board and winning. I'd rather, and I would like to say, and I'm probably a hypocrite here that I would rather lose than cheat and win. But that is not the way of the world right now. You ain't cheating. You ain't trying is more of the way of the world than versus lose. I'd rather lose right than, than win bending whatever the hell's going on out there. Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I feel like baseball's always been a cheating game in some way. Um, so I, I like, just like you said, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So I feel like that's kind of been the way of baseball for the past hundred years. And I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. So it is what it is at this point. You embrace it or you don't embrace it, I guess. Hey, Mo, Mr. Baseball, are you worried that the White Sox are going to get caught up in this when they crack down on the spin rate, which they're not really cracking down, by the way. A 10-game suspension is not much of a deterrent. That's 
that's what they're doing if you get caught putting whatever the new mechanism is on the baseball. 10-game suspension with pay, I believe, which is interesting. I think the whole, the whole thing is interesting. You know, mid-year, certainly not ideal. Uh, I do believe, though, and I think Tony LaRusso alluded to this, that the teams were notified in spring training they need to cut it out. So I, I don't think this is quite the cold turkey that some of the pitchers are, are suggesting. You know, it, it is a change. Ideally, there'd be some substance where you could get grip without having to, to quote unquote cheat. But I think it will be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, Glass now got hurt and, and he's claiming, you know, some or at least attributing some blame to, to changing his grip because of that. Uh, hopefully other pitchers don't get hurt. Uh, the last thing I think Major League Baseball needs is, is more acrimony between the players and, the, and the, the league and the owners, especially now that the White Sox are good and seemingly will be good for the, the coming years. We, we don't need more labor problems. My prediction that the transparency in which the pitchers are speaking to this Based on the transparency that the pitchers are speaking to this issue, I think it's going to pressure Major League Baseball to take a step away. They're not going to be embarrassed by their most valuable asset, which is the pitchers. The pitchers have, everyone knows that getting a grip on a ball with using some type of substance has been going on for 100 years, and they're going to continue to do so in some way, shape, or fashion, and they're not going to jeopardize. It's like the NFL not protecting their quarterbacks. They're, it's not going to happen. They're going to protect their quarterbacks. The MLB is going to protect those pitchers, and this issue will go away. King, how do you see this playing out, though? Is that going to happen right away, or you think over time that will, that will come back to that? Because it seems like the, the league is basically saying cold turkey, and, and if I'm understanding what you're saying, you're almost saying that, the league will work with the pitchers to, to find a happy medium. I don't know if they're going to have a happy medium. I just think it's going to go away. It's kind of like, like, like the NFL will make a rule and they'll know it's a bad rule. And then they'll just stop. They'll stop enforcing that rule. And then the rule will go away the next year. I think it's going to happen similarly here, particularly when you have guys like Derek Cole or the Tampa Bay pitcher. I know his trainer. I know his brother. I met his brother um, on, on Monday night and you know, that kid's a good kid. And, and, and I think he was genuine. What he said is like, Oh, it's, I'm not cheating here. I'm trying to get a better handle on a baseball that has a ton of inconsistency. One's slippery, one's tacky ones. And they're just saying, this is how, this is what's needed for our craft. And I think major league baseball is going to submit to it. I really do. Everyone's pointing the finger and not the thumb. I, I think that King's thought is perhaps not fully thought out. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, I will say this once the first suspension happens, you're going to see all hell break loose. Twitter is going to be insane. The players are going to be insane. You know how, whether it's fake outrage or real outrage, there's going to be outrage. So it will be interesting how this is handled going forward, especially when the first suspension does happen. I, I just rewinding back the white Sox are one of the teams that has a very high spin rate, major jumps. And so it's, it's going to be super interesting to see how hard this comes down and whether it will impact the club. Maybe it won't. Uh, certainly not going to impact Dallas Keuchel. The guy doesn't use it at all. So, um, But for guys who like the, to throw a fastball high up, up in the zone, 
uh, you know, we might we we might see a little bit more of a regression to the mean of their of their statistics, i.e., Lance Lynn slash Carlos Rodon, who are not going to continue to pitch at this level. I have a bigger question though that I'd like to ask because the White Sox. I got a thing in my email uh, today that you know they're trying to get you to buy season tickets, and I'm thinking as a strict monetary investment outside of this crew getting together. Don't you think that it's a good buy right now to go in on white Sox tickets? Like if they make a run to the world series, you only have to buy half the season right now to be a season ticket holder. And now, and a lot of those games are good games. You got the Yankees coming in, you got the Cubs coming in, you got the pen, you got some, you know, whatever, some other valuable games potentially. And then all of a sudden you got playoff tickets this could be a little bit of bonanza. I think it might be time for Carmen to become a White Sox season ticket holder. Fully agreed. I think, you know, this is, we've joked about this on the podcast before, you know, there's plenty of room on the White Sox bandwagon right now. We'll accept it. But um, on that same note about the attendance, I actually fully believe we are going to see a spike in attendance once the uh, field goes full capacity next weekend. I just have this feeling. um, I think Sox fans are really starting to kind of, realize that this team, no matter who they plug in are really damn good and they're going to come out and support them. And there's going to be energy. I mean, those crowds at guaranteed rate this week against the Rays for an early weekday series, those crowds were loud as hell, man. I mean, they were, they were loud. So they were fun. They did the wave. Fun. I was there. For I hate two the wave. Uh, King, don't, don't say the wave to me ever. I hate the wave. No, I know it, but it, it, they're having fun. Did you see I get the- it? Did you see the snake that they made? In, I in, hate in that too. Field? I, 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 know, hate, I hate that it as well. It doesn't matter if you like or hate it or if it even fits in the baseball. They're having fun. That's I the agree. difference. That's I the agree. difference. Go out in the ballpark, have a good value fun. And, and Carmen, the fact that you don't, it's a no brainer. The fact that you don't already have season tickets is an atrocity. It's an atrocity. It, it really is. I can't believe you can call yourself a sports fan and not have season tickets to the Chicago White Sox. You're supposed to be a prognosticator of sports. And you knew this team was coming. We told you, the three of us told you this team was coming, albeit at different intensity levels. The fact that you don't have season tickets <laughs> is a sin. And I believe in a loving God. And it's a sin that you don't have season tickets. So right after this podcast, I suggest that you get on the phone and you call Brooksburg and you get a season package and everything that that comes along with it. I might have to get Brooks on the horn and, and find out when's the last day I can actually get a full season ticket package that will guarantee me playoff tickets. Cause that's the package I want. I want the, however many, however few regular season games I need to buy so I can have playoff tickets in the same seats. That's what I want. Cause I think this team's going and, to the world series. I do too. And, and before this podcast end, I want to know why you thought my previous argument was uh, what was not fully thought you out just, because they're not just going to, they're not going to say, Hey, no, don't, don't, don't care. Guys could go back and put all the uh, gooey stuff on your fingers. It's fine. They're not, not going to say that. that. They're just going to let it die. No, they're, they're not. They're not going to suspend anybody. Yes, they're not they going. To. Yes, they are. I, I'll, I think I, they will too. I think they will as well. I will. I will bet you that nasty gray t-shirt you're wearing right now that I kind of <laughs> They feel like I would be fun to sleep in that they will absolutely suspend someone this year. I will, I will make that wager. If they suspend any, it will only be one because I believe 
Courtney is right in that their hell is going to All break right. loose. All right, I'll get to two. I for two, I get that disgusting hat off your head, which I know you don't want to part with. Mark, uh, where's your hat? Got to well, call I, you on King, it. I got to be consistent. Sorry. King, King said he was I'm getting it out. for me, and he didn't. They, were, they, they do not have them. I'm telling you. Yeah, they're sold out to like November. I mean, it's kind of crazy. They are yeah, legitimately they sold, sold out. out. Uh, I went, I tried to get it. I've called the White Sox and asked them to get one for you. Mark Carmen. And, and, and as a, as a, as a sign of, you know, a, as a uh, incentive for you to uh, buy a season tickets package. And, and so they're looking for one for you. You okay. will be getting a hat. Okay. Th- thank, 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 thank you very much. Uh, all right. I got a couple other things here. I got on my rundown for conversation. That's very important. First of all, you know, we do have to have a moment of silence. For Nick Madrigal, who is, uh, of course, out for the season, successful, as they love to say, season-ending surgery to repair the proximal tendon tear in the right hamstring. He'll be back uh, fully for 2022. Just a moment of silence once again. And I think, Mo, you're the number one Madrigal guy on here, so feel free to get into your emotions on not being able to see Nick Madrigal on the field when the White Sox win the World Series come November the 1st. It sucks. He's, he's a, again, I think we talked about this last time. He, he was, looked like he, he found what he needed to do to, to be a very good major league baseball player. He's young. Courtney said this last time too, that, you know, it's also misdevelopment and, and he's not going to really be part of the ride that we all think they're going to have into the, you know, late into the postseason into the world series. So, you know, there's no good that, that comes from this. Courtney, when the balloon popped and you found out officially that Nick was done for the year, which we were all anticipating, take us into your emotions. Well, um, I think we all know that I was really pushing him to be the the two-hole guy for the rest of the season. Um, You can see that he was really just making contact with the ball. I have often said I felt like he was going to show a lot more power than people thought, and you were really starting to see that. And, And as Mo said, what I said, you know, it, this now messes with his development. This is a young player that is hurt yet again. You remember, he did lose time for spring training this year with his hand. I think it was his hand injury. I can't remember what it was now. But this is just another injury in a young kid's career that he just can't afford to mess with his development. So it's disappointing that this is kind of where we're at again. And with another significant injury to the Sox. But you just got to hope, you know, as King loves to say, next man up and that's kind of what the Sox have been doing, just plugging in random guys you would never think would be able to do it, and they're doing it. So next guy up, let's see what happens. Speaking of random guys, if we go back through our text chain this week, I believe the King was asking questions like, who in the hell is uh, this Goodwin character, Brian Goodwin, who became the third White Sox player, by the way, to reach base three or more times and drive in four runs in his first game with the team, Mo, you're the only guy I would think, maybe Courtney. Actually, these are, but these are like King era players who actually did this as well. Does anybody have any idea who the two guys were that did exactly what Brian did? Brian Goodwin was originally drafted by the White Sox, by the way. I'm not sure if anyone, everyone knew that, but he was originally drafted by the White Sox years ago. So that's kind of interesting. Just the point there. Excellent, excellent knowledge of Goodwin, who was released by the Pirates, his fifth team in baseball, now making his way to the White Sox. He first came up in 2016 as a Washington National. 
Then he moved along to the Royals, to the Angels, to Cincinnati. He never played in a big league game with the Pirates, but he's with the organization. Uh, and to Courtney's point, he was drafted. 17th round. 17th Mark. round of the two. Th- thank you, Courtney. 17th, yeah. ra- 17th round of the 2009. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling over here. In 2009 out of Rocky Mount High School. That's adorable. And then he was in the first round of, of 2011, a couple of years later by the Nationals, made it to the big leagues, and now doing it. The two players, by the way, uh, this is courtesy of our guy, Scott Merkin over at MLB.com. George Metkovich, 1949. Al Zarilla, 1951. That is the company that Goodwin is in. Metkovich, Zarilla, Goodwin. And that is the depth of research that this podcast does. Everybody should be damn impressed. Brian Goodwin making an impact. White Sox, whatever button Tony pushes, King, it turns up gold. Right? That's it. That's, you know, he's playing the right guys. Moncotico's got <laughs> down, Garcia. I mean, do you see him slapping it down third baseline? And then, and then he runs and he, and, and, and it gets that second run in game two, Tampa Bay. You know, Moncana doesn't do that. He puts Garcia. Moncana's out there. The next man up. He, he, he plays great. We talked about Mendick uh, last week. I mean, how many times did I have to text you guys? Mendick, Mendick, Mendick. The kid's <laughs> playing great. You said 10 games. You know, he's playing great. He may play more than 10 games. Could we use somebody like Frazier or somebody else? Yeah. But this team, again, is, is, is forging a winner. You know, this is forging steel that can't be bent. And, and, and these guys are having fun. And they like the Goodwins, and they like the, the the Mendics, and they like the Garcias, and the Lambs, and it's a fun team. It's a fun team. I go back to buy the season p- tickets package. It's a fun place to be. It's reasonable from a value perspective, and we're we're creating history watching the North Side move to the South Side. It's a it's a wonderful thing to watch. Yasmani Grandal on winning the series to have the best record in baseball to the, to slightly to the Kings point quote, it doesn't say anything. The best team in baseball is the one that stands alone at the end of the season. He has to say that, or he doesn't have to, but that's kind of what you want to hear from a player. I suppose. Does any, is anybody not excited about the white Sox having the best record in baseball and doesn't think it's a big deal. I mean, if, if they're not excited, they're not paying attention. I mean, just like the King said, this is an exciting team. And time for the city of Chicago to get behind this team and really support them. That's great. I mean, especially considering what they don't have and the guy, the names that were mentioned, what they're doing to help the team win. It, it's not always pretty. It's not all, certainly not the way, you know, we, we thought it was going to be. But they find a way. And, and that's what, you know good teams what good organizations do right depth was a question I had a lot of people had and and while the names don't you know ring out that they brought in George Springer who I don't know if he's even played this year yet but you know they have guys like Mendick Lamb all the guys that have been mentioned Hamilton those guys keep finding a way you know and hopefully they can keep doing it and hopefully Aloy will be back you know sometime in August and and we don't have to rely on those guys to to carry the weight and, and we can Go deep into the postseason. And Mark, did you did you see when Hamilton hit that second home run? Did you see how he went into the uh, the dugout? How happy those guys were. Uh, uh, not I, that he only, not that he just trotted a little slower, but they were genuinely happy for him and as the t- and as an accelerator of the team. Why? Come why? On. Why? Why? Why is it that we just all want to latch on to that? Look at how happy they are. It it makes you feel good all over, right? The White Sox are having fun. 
I'm having fun. Life is good. Everyone's it, there's there's something about seeing grown men enjoy their baseball that just makes things better, right? Uh, look, you're smiling as you say that. So that, that that's proof in the I'm, book. I would like to uh, just throw out to the crew here, whoever wants to take this first. We are at June 17th. Trade deadline is, let's call it six weeks away. Number one thing the White Sox need that you would like to see them add. I'll already answer the King. Nothing. They're perfect. So Mo or Courtney uh, King. I'm kidding. I'm sure you can think of one thing that you would like to see added on. But if they were to add on, what would you like to see Rick Hahn do? I would just kind of throw out um, potential bull, potential bullpen help. I think we're seeing that bummer. It has not been a great bridge to Hendricks lately. He has had some bad luck but he's just making me extremely nervous in as being the eighth inning guy. Now, granted, we do have a Jace Fry uh, rehabbing down in Charlotte. Again, not maybe not a guy I fully trust either. We do need Kopech back, but I think bolstering the bullpen a little bit would be beneficial for this team. Can't argue with that. I would also, you know, if, if Frazier's available for a reasonable price, he, I believe he plays second in the outfield, you know, that versatility would come in handy. I think he's also signed for another year. So having, you know, another player that can fill the spots for injuries or otherwise, I think is good. Guys like Garcia and Mendick certainly haven't played full season. So just like the regulars need breaks, you know, the guys that are filling in and, and carrying the weight in, in a great way are also going to need a break too. So, you know, if, if you can get Frazier at a reasonable price, that and a reliever, I think, and we're set. King, you got anything or are we good? Yeah, I got one thing, Mark. I think both Mo and Courtney hit it right on the head. And I think they, the White Sox should spend a little more money and get you on that uh, post game on TV a little <laughs> bit more. I think that would be money well spent to, you know, get some more of your insight in and fandom in, in, in the TV community. I have had a great time hanging with Ozzy uh, now for a couple of games and pods for one. And it's been a, total and utter thrill to be doing that i hope i get to do it again potentially might be in on the 25th still waiting for confirmation we are in our final eight minutes of the podcast which we are now breaking out a new segment that i was very excited but i figured i'd keep it under wraps with with you guys the segment is called wait for it courtney's tweets oh my god and and we will start with uh 19 hours ago God, I hate in, in bold letters, the extra innings rule with the bullshit guy on second, especially now that we are getting later into the season as if it should be changed in, in the middle of June or the middle of July, like April, we can have a That's long, not my point. That was not my point, Mark. Uh, what, 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 what exactly is your point? And, 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 <laughs> and I'd like to get everybody's input in the God, I hate the extra inning rules with the bullshit guy on second tweet 19 hours ago, Courtney, what's, <laughs> you know, hearing my tweets kind of read out loud from somebody else. I really am a complete lunatic, but that's not, that's neither here nor there right now. Um, So, you know, we talked about this on our text thread. It's hard enough as it is for guys to get on base. To automatically put someone on second base is bullshit. And as this continues, the season continues and these games are going to start getting tighter, the divisions are going to get tighter. You're going to be putting that bullshit rule, that extra inning rule in September where, you know, teams could be one game out of first and that's how you're going to lose a game. That's a load of crap. So, I'm okay with that rule maybe in the 14th inning. 
nobody really wants to see four and a half hour games. I get that. But to do that in the 10th inning, I, I just, I don't get that. I think it's crap. I really do. Is the podcast with or, or without Courtney? With. It's an absurd rule. It's like, it's like, it's like the all-star game winner uh, defining home, uh, home field advantage for the World Series. It, it's, it's absurd. It will go away, and it should go away immediately. I don't like it. it. It makes for odd, but, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, especially with the injuries with pitchers and stuff. Um, but, but it is, it is odd. I, I'm, you're not going to see me die on that hill to keep it. There, there's got to be a better way. I officially think I'm the only one of sane mind here. That's fine, by the way. I'll, I'll split the difference with you, and you guys can have the 10th be regular. The 11th first, inning. First, first Look, time we see the White Sox lose a game like that in September, remember this conversation. I'll text uh, all of you. But it's, it's not about the result. It's about the process here, and they're trying to make things more entertaining. We shouldn't be 16 inning baseball games. We don't need now. Maybe they should extend it out to the 11th. I love the drama of it and, let, and let's go. Now I do. It is fun to be at the, when you're at the ballpark in that one instance and you have extra innings and you have nowhere to go and you just want to stay there all night and avoid your life. That's where extra innings is amazing, but that's a very rare circumstance. One thing I am pretty confident it ain't going anywhere. So you guys can yell and scream and, and tweet about it, but I think we're going to be moving forward. One more Courtney tweet as we're running out of time. June 16th, I would like to announce that Microsoft Excel is a miserable place, and I feel for those who have to spend a lot of time in this hellscape. It's, it's, first of all, I'm dying. Um, it is an absolutely miserable place. It really is. I mean, I, I, I literally, whoever has to spend eight hours on that program deserves all the money in the world because that is hell on earth. God bless these people. God bless them. I'm just not smart enough. I don't think so. Maybe that's part of it. I were don't you, know. Were you calling up Microsoft Excel to get help or were you just stuck on a spreadsheet? I'm confused. I was stuck on a spreadsheet. You know, the, the formulations and the form. I mean, it's a nightmare. Who wants to spend their time doing this? It's horrible. With the cocktail, with the cocktail in hand or without, because uh, I think it, it matters when you're working in Excel. You know, I, I very much appreciate that question, King. I think you know my style. Unfortunately, it was like at 930 in the morning. So I am a high function alcoholic, but I'm not that high functioning. So <laughs> I was dead sober. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe that was the problem. That's my point. Exactly. Get a Correct. cocktail. That was the lead to the podcast. I am a high-functioning alcoholic, but not that high-functioning. Mom and dad, I'm are you proud? Um, all right. <laughs> Literally. They know. <laughs> yeah, they know. Uh, Can't get him. Oh, no. Go. He was safe at No. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. No! He is safe. have the ball. And another blown call by Hernandez. He's just throwing A.J. out. He, I tell you, this is ridiculous. This
absolutely ridiculous. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.